0: Okay, another day, another exciting episode with an organization who embraces all things food. We are talking with chairman of Jersey Shore Restaurant Week, Jim Flynn, who, after traveling and experiencing this restaurant concept firsthand, decided that all the great dining spots at the Jersey Shore should have a week of their own. The organization's main goal is to encourage diners to experience different local restaurants around them that they might not have heard of before. With the pandemic, 2020 has been a challenging year for everyone to say the least, especially food experiences and dining in. I'm excited to speak with Jim about the changes they've implemented this past year to continue supporting their restaurants and plans for future restaurant weeks in New Jersey. So let's talk food. So I'll just jump right into kind of like the different topics I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. So I think the first one is to start with basically what is the Jersey Shore Restaurant Week and why it was created?
1: Um, Well, we actually started it about 12 years ago. And the concept of Restaurant Weeks started in New York City about, I'm going to guess maybe 15 years ago, maybe even 20. Mm -hmm. Um, And the idea was to... give restaurants a promotional vehicle in times of the year that are generally slow. And so we, we plan ours in April and November, um, two of the slowest months of the year is for the restaurants. Um, and it's also an opportunity for consumers to go out and try new restaurants and try restaurants that maybe they thought were too expensive for them, uh, but because of the price and structure and the value offered during restaurant week. Um, it allows them to go out and try some of these restaurants. So um, it kind of works for everybody.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask what the benefits would be if I was a restaurant signing up to participate with your week, but that makes sense because you're doing it for the months that are slow. I'm
1: sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say the other thing that happens is that um, our follow-up research with the consumer uh, tells us that Consumers go out to dinner almost 50% more during restaurant week than they do during a normal week. So there's more people going out. There's more people visiting restaurants. And then the the really interesting thing is that over 90% of the people tell us that they try a new restaurant during restaurant week. So it, it's an opportunity for the restaurant not only to get new business or additional business, yeah. but but to introduce what they have to offer to consumers that may have never been there before
0: and any restaurant in the area can sign up pretty much
1: yeah um they, anybody can sign up uh there's a participation fee
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and we provide them with a bunch of marketing materials uh and we promote the event very heavily um but anybody can sign up yep.
0: okay so for the week when it happens so how how does that work so they sign up you have your restaurant week and um, people can go on and purchase tickets or see who's participating.
1: Yeah, they can come to our website. We we post all of the menus. So there there uh-huh. are many requirements for the restaurants. They have to offer three courses and three choices within three within those three courses. So uh-huh. they have to offer three appetizer, three entree and three dessert choices at a set price. So for a full service restaurant that has a liquor license, um their their price is uh thirty three and and we the change is always the year so thirty three twenty one then um let well, smaller restaurants or restaurants that are more kind of like a pub restaurant um they offer the same three courses but um theirs is twenty three twenty one
0: gotcha okay I was wondering how that worked that's that's a cool idea
1: well you know what happens is that the consistency is something. That the consumer really likes. They know that mm-hmm. whatever restaurant they go into that participates in Restaurant Week during right. Restaurant Week, they're going to get three courses. They're going to be offered three courses mm-hmm. and three choices with each at a at one set price. So you know they're not going to go to one restaurant and it's going to be thirty-three, and another it's going to be thirty-five. The pricing is is constant throughout.
0: Gotcha. And I believe I'm correct when I say that you had to postpone the. The restaurant week this fall or in 2020, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, no, it, we, we actually did it in the fall. We had to cancel the April one.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So are you guys planning um, any events yet for 2021? Are you just kind of feeling it out?
1: No, we are. We, okay. we have set up um, uh, restaurant week for the third week in April. Um, which is a little bit later than we normally run it. but mm-hmm. we, we kind of felt like the, the later we could do it, the, the more normal the world would be. So we, yeah. we pushed it to a little bit later in April.
0: I think that's what everyone everyone's plan is like, let's push it back. But that was everyone's plan, too, in like 2020. Like, let's push it back. It'll get better. And it's like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, we had when we first canceled the one in April 2020, um, we kind of thought, okay, well, things will be better in a couple of months. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so we said <laughs> we'll uh, we'll do this in June, and by then everything will be fine. Well, <laughs> obviously that didn't happen. But what yeah. we did do is we did a takeout event in June. And oh, how'd that go? It went great. Um, you know, the consumer was just kind of getting used to the whole mm-hmm. takeout concept. You know, and and. But this offered them an opportunity. We promoted the restaurants. We promoted what their takeout um, offer was, and it, it really helped the restaurants. It helped them to um, pick up some extra business that they might not might not have gotten before.
0: Yeah. So, how did you guys run that event? I'm just curious. The takeout. Um,
1: we we just promoted it. You know that yeah. the, the the restaurants provided us with the hours that they. Oh, um, we're going to offer takeout and you know how it would work whether it was curbside pickup or you know however um and we just promoted it that way and the consumer had an opportunity to go to our website and see who was offering what and what their ground rules were
0: nice okay so as you guys like you're having the event come up in late april so when you move forward hosting these events how I'm just curious: Are those going to be takeout, or are they going to actually be dining experiences?
1: Yeah, they'll they'll be dining experiences where the where the you know right now in New Jersey, um, you can have indoor dining with 25 percent capacity. So we're hoping that that will be increased by by April. But mm-hmm. um, if not, you know it'll it'll this it'll still be away. You know the. the the restaurants will be coming off of a very difficult winter, and wow. and so having a promotional event like this in in April uh, should be a real boon to their business. So at least that's wow. what we're hoping.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping. Well, I'm glad you guys have at least some capacity inside, which is nice. Instead of having to like make it work outside. Do you know? I mean, I know you're pr- just promoting it for the restaurants, but have you heard like of any what they're kind of doing to be really like cautious about, you know, keeping guests safe, kind of easing their minds into attending.
1: Yeah. You know, the, one of the things that we see is that people are dying to go out, you know, we're, we're oh, yeah. human beings. We're social. We like to go out. We like to see people and talk to people. So people are looking for restaurants who are kind of going the extra yard to keep them safe and we've been into restaurants where the staff is all wearing masks, they're wearing gloves, the the tables are set apart. Um, you know, they they really are being cautious about how they run their business. We've been in others where they don't. And so and, and just personally, we won't go back until things are normal just because you know, we we went into one place and the Half of the staff behind the bar had a mask on, half didn't um, some had gloves on, some didn't. Uh, we saw one uh, bartender reach into a jar to get uh lemons or limes uh, with no glove on mm. just, you know that's a place I'm not going to go back to yeah
0: until. that's a good point
1: yeah but, the, but but then there are others that are so good about it, and you just feel you feel comfortable you, you feel like. know this isn't going to be an issue here um and so you'll go back and and we have so you know that's kind of what i what i what i tell restaurants is people if you make people feel comfortable i'll keep coming back even during this whole thing
0: yeah so what would you say like after so covid hit and you guys had to obviously postpone your events but like moving forward or during that time what do you think was like the biggest adjustment for you guys in the beginning? I I mean, trying to navigate COVID and what were some of the things you guys had to kind of figure out that maybe you could offer some tips to other people that might be out there still trying to figure it out?
1: Yeah. You know, once we realized that we weren't going to be able to do our events, then we kind of shifted into, okay, how can we help the restaurants? Because, You know, they were, they at the beginning, they were looking at this thing. As you know, that the they were totally shut down at one point, and then they Mm -hmm. were allowed to do takeout, and then ultimately, you know, allowed to do some indoor dining. Mm -hmm. But some of them were just really, really creative. And the ones that were fortunate to have outside space some of them did a, an amazing job in creating a very comfortable space outside under tents. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of them built, you know, structures that I've never seen before. And, and, and so they, they kind of just went with it and figured, you know, if we're going to survive, we have to really be creative and be able to get people in here and serve them and make them feel comfortable. And the ones that did that, have come through this thing pretty well. I mean, I've heard, I've heard restaurants tell me that this past summer was their best summer ever. That's crazy. And, and, and <laughs> I think the reason for that is that some of them were able to, you know, build spaces outside yeah. that were almost as big, if not bigger, than their indoor space.
0: Well, they're lucky. They're because I just went to this past like month. I went to New York City. And it's crazy because obviously they're really they're only doing the outdoor dining, right. and it's really lucky for those restaurants that have the space to do it. But then you see the other ones that there is no space where they can put anything outside, and it just like breaks my heart. Yeah, but absolutely. but like the ones you said, they're really, really creative with it, and they have the heaters. They like have everything thought out, and I even saw the little like domes and the bubbles. Everyone, it's yeah. kind of making a a another different type of experience when you go out to eat now
1: yeah and and you know there's a a big move here in new jersey now to get the governor has two bills before him um that everyone is urging him to sign and they're to extend outdoor dining until the end of november 2022 Mm -hmm. and you know there's really no reason not to do that and you know for the for the people that have the space. And, and for the consumer, people love to eat outside and yeah. even if it's under a tent um, it, it's just good for the restaurant industry it's good for business and and some of them uh, we have one one place here in in my my local town where their tent space was was almost twice the size of their indoor space so then when they were able to do some indoor, they had a much bigger restaurant than they started with and and that ended up being great for them so but we're hoping that the governor will sign this and allow the restaurants to have outdoor dining for the next pretty much two years
0: okay so i get what you're saying now they so they aren't they wouldn't technically be allowed to have the outdoor dining
1: yeah in new jersey unless you have you already have an approved space like a patio or yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. You can't do outdoor dining. Yeah. So all of these, you know, structures and tents and things that people put up, you know, were were against what mm. the existing laws are. So they're trying to get those changed. Now.
0: Yeah. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Cause some people have, like you said, big spaces and it's cool. It's fun. It's like you're camping.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: There's, yeah. a, there's another
1: one over in, in, our, in the next town over that built a a beautiful structure that's almost nicer than their regular restaurant. Yeah. And they've got and they've got music typed in and they've got heat and, and it's just great.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a different experience. I think the other thing I wanted to ask you was since you do help do the promotions for the restaurants and get the word out there for like the marketing aspect, how did you guys make that transition? to letting your guests and your customers know like hey we're doing this is what's happening like how have you been how have you stayed in communication and connected to your guests during this time
1: that makes sense. we 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 do a lot of social media mm-hmm. and um and and you know not just regular social media posting but we do social media posting and then boost them and so that we so that we reach more people mm-hmm. and, We also were fortunate to have uh, some of the local radio stations. When we were in the middle of the the worst part of things back in April, um, we went to some of the local radio stations, uh, Town Square Media, um, which has probably five or six local radio stations. And we said, we we need your help. You know, the restaurants are really struggling. Um, We're going to do a takeout event. Um, would you help us promote it and not charge us? <laughs> oh, that's and, nice and um, and and what I said to them was, when we get back, you know, to normal, then I will run a a regular uh, radio schedule with you. And they stepped up; they did a wonderful job in promoting the takeout event last June. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we did our our November or our our October restaurant week. Um, I went back to them to thank them and and scheduled a uh, a radio promotion with them.
0: What a good partnership! I I feel like people really underestimate the power of radio and honestly traditional marketing sometimes because we are a digital world and it works. But sometimes the people just forget like traditional ways are yep. stronger. It depends, but. I know a lot of promoters I talked to, and they are like, "Yeah, we do radio," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know why people people forget about that radio."
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and and you know what? What was nice? I mean, everybody was going through so so many horrible things, but everybody was willing to help each other, and and that was really heartening. You know, I mean, we people stepped up and said, "Yes, we will we will help promote this for you to help the restaurants, and we're not going to charge you." And and they ran a they were on a wonderful two-week schedule for us, so it was awesome. it was great.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you guys had that happen. That's awesome. People, people have really stepped up during this. I mean, you you see everyone's true colors, and we're all willing to help and support locals. And yep. And then before we close out, I did. I noticed on Purple Pass, you guys had events coming up in March. Is that accurate? Yes. That's not part of the restaurant week, right? Well, we
1: we. Uh, um, a number of years ago, we started an event that originally we called um, Jersey Shore Wine Weekend, and we rebranded a couple of years ago to call it Jersey Shore Jersey Shore Food and Wine Experience.
0: Oh, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we do it. We do it in in February usually, just because um, uh-huh. you know people are always looking for something to do uh, yeah. in the middle of the winter. So. Um, we wanted to do it again this year, but we pushed it out into March again to give us a little bit more time. Um, and, and to, to kind of rethink how we're going to do something like, you know, one of the, one of the elements of the weekend, um, is usually a grand tasting, which is a walk around event. Mm -hmm. And so we said, you know what, I don't think people are going to be ready to do a walk around event. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're going to do the grand tasting as a seated event, and we'll have six foot tables and only two people at either end of the six foot table, and they'll be served their tastings. Um, so we'll be able to accomplish the same thing, but in a much safer way. And so that's another thing that's happened with with all of this is that you know you've got to kind of rethink. You're going to do events. Um, You got to, you got to rethink it a little bit and make sure that everybody's going to be safe and and that everybody's going to be comfortable.
0: Yeah. So if people, you said it's only two people, but if you came with a family, would they be able to all sit together?
1: Well, we would sit them, you know, I don't know, probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're figuring Um, it out.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, start right off breaking my rules, you know, Yeah. Uh, you could you know if you had a, a group of four or a group of six you could put them you know tables you know right in front of each other so they could turn around and talk and you yeah. know that kind of thing would still be spaced and uh, so we'll 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 work through it. we'll figure it out and make sure that everybody's good with it.
0: I'll have to talk to you again and see how that goes because I just like getting. Everyone does such different things. The creativity that comes out. It's yeah. it's fun talking to all the different promoters because 'cause I'm like, yeah. oh I didn't I just talked to um um a museum director and they actually decorated their like plexiglass with just special specialized stickers, customized it and it looks like part of the museum now and I'm just like that's, yeah. wow, that's so smart. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like well, you know, we, we, we did an event um, in October. And it, again, it was normally a walk-around event, and people would go up to a table and they would get some. So, what we what we changed about it is that all of the samples, all the tastings, were plated beforehand. So people were handed a dish that had the food in it, rather than you know yeah. taking it from a display or something like that. So, and people were great with it. You know, they they enjoyed it it was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and everybody felt safe. So, and, you know, that's kind of the key, not, not only to really keep them safe, but to be sure that people feel safe um, yeah. is almost equally as important. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, honestly, people are going to be just happy that they can go somewhere and do yeah. some things. I don't oh, think they're going to be complaining that... You know, oh, this is different. I think at this point, everyone's like, oh, people, hi.
1: Yeah, just let me get out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't care what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's awesome. I'm glad you guys have been working through it, figuring it out. Uh, Before I leave you, is there any tip or thing you would like to mention just to our listeners that are mostly event promoters, organizers out there trying to navigate COVID or, you know, make it through?
1: Yeah, you know, as I said before, recognize that people want to go out right now. I mean, but they want to be safe. So they're going to go to places that they feel safe. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go to events where the event promoter has, has told them up front what, um, what things are being done to make them safe and to make them feel safe. So that when they look at an event, we're actually going to add some things to our event uh, listings uh, that tell what protocols we're going to be implementing so that, you know, when people come and they see the event and they, and they find it attractive, and we want them to know right up front what yeah. we're going to do to make sure that they're comfortable. So,
0: yeah, that's a good idea. Just to list out everything. Hey, we're gonna do this. What's required? You have to wear a mask. That too, because I know some people. You know, some people are like, I don't want to wear a mask. So it's good to tell them, like, hey, you gotta do this, 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 or just don't participate in advance. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and we and we at the event that we did in um, in October, it was outside, but we took everybody's temperature when they came in. We made sure that everybody wore masks when mm-hmm. they were walking around. So yeah. you know, people are pretty good. Yeah, you get. You get you get a few every now and then that, you know, want to be rebels, but yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. tell them that they have to leave.
0: Yeah. In advance. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, this is a quick conversation and I'm glad I got to talk to you. You made time for me this morning.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, reaching yeah.
0: out.